And welcome to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Here with that new shit that you haven't heard before. Exclusive! Exclusive. The podcast where we open our musical horizons and <laughs> dive into th- to the genres and sounds we are unfamiliar with. While this album may lack some of the spiritual depth depth that rocked their debut the whole record retains a very positive feeling to it with tracks like miracle and the powerful soaring vocals of hallelujah what this, um what website are you getting that review this is from of? jesus freaks four star out of five star review of <laughs> riot paramore jesusfreakhideout.com so is that like a jesus freak hot new music level yeah we the best review? music uh-huh uh remember last time we did fun point and i was like i don't know i feel like i know a few of the songs on um riot but i don't think i listened to the whole album this before. unlocked this the secret lucy half of your brain that's dedicated to knowing all the words to riot paramore yeah i knew the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're calling him eddie no notes Colazo because you got this one all in the dome it's off the dome no problems here no problems did you uh-huh. have this album when you were a kid no i i definitely downloaded all of these tracks individually <laughs> off of LimeWire or yeah. something. I just, I, I walked through a mall in the 2000s, so I've heard most of these songs. For you, sure. did you, did you purchase it at the FYE or? Um, I probably <laughs> like that one. <laughs> it is for my entertainment. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I am a former FYE power card owner. What, so. Kim? I was going to say, or did you purchase it at Radio Shack? Ra- yeah. <laughs> I forgot that wasn't a thing. The large music selection. Yeah. <laughs> Getting my Paramore cassette at my Circuit City. <laughs> uh, it's um, good. It's, hey, guess what? It turns so, um... Paramore has to be one of the, the, at least, I mean, I know they do like different stuff now, but in this like pop punk genre, has to be one of the greatest all time. Yeah, one of the highest and, approval ratings for sure. And it's, it's really, it seems like the easiest way to do that is have a singer who's good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if you got that, you're, right. you're probably off to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> she, we solved misogyny. We did it. We did it. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, let's get this started. First track on here. For a pessimist, I'm pretty optimistic. Uh, th- this was the era where if you were a pop punk band, thanks Fallout Boy, your title had to have like 16 words in it. Yeah, it all had to be Zack Sabre Jr.'s finisher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. I I love it when a song or an album opens up with a big just wall of guitar sound like this one. It makes me, it makes me feel like Marty McFly. It's uh-huh. it's pretty it's pretty good. You get blasted through the wall. Yeah, it's really good. Um, can I hit you before we recorded? I had a theory that I generated as I was listening to this album earlier today. So and and I challenged myself to extend it to make it a uh, extended <laughs> metaphor across the whole album. All right. Uh, this entire, uh, we're going to do what's known as, uh, synergy here. Mm-hmm. This whole album is about Full Metal Alchemist Brothers. <laughs> okay. Now here's, so 
yeah, we're going to do the fusion dance together and we'll figure this out. However, my sort of extended metaphor is that this album is the Bible. So uh, yes, so we're, so I'm kind of on the God doesn't real side, uh, and you're on the big man's there. Which, as you may know, the the big Paramore split was over whether they're being Christ-like enough. So this is a big hot button issue in the Paramore community. So was there uh, first? I know they had another album before this one. And that was like really, they're like we're reliant K for this one. That's yeah, that's like when you go into deep Taylor Swift lore, uh huh. And you you yeah. find where she plays hot cross buns on the guitar and says God is real. <laughs> she, she played Camptown races. She said hot then. cross buns, but the cross is Jesus's. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that so, one was, but then it also had like uh, I can feel the pressure. I have an emergency. All those delicious songs. Yeah, I, I knew the pressure song. Yeah, that's a that's a good. That one's about yeah, dun dun, not, dun 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 dun. Yeah, uh, Jesus. Um, you could say he felt the pressure when he was um when going Pontius Pilate <laughs> sentenced him to death when he was going through his bad day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When Judas is being a fake friend. Uh, this. So here's here's how I developed this theory. Uh, one. This is um Edward Elric. Because he's a pessimist, because God doesn't reel. But he's, he's optimistic because he wants a GF. But he's optimistic because, one, he wants a, a tall GF, and two, he wants to get um, his body back with his brother. <laughs> um, and the, the part, you, you might say this is um, about, about a Jesus figure, about putting your faith in, in someone and them sure. throwing it away. That's uh, Mr. Ho. That's his dad. Okay. Because he abandoned him as a child. So. Damn. Mm-hmm. To talk about the song for a minute, I like how <laughs> <laughs> this is again. This is our the fatal flaw of the Fun Point podcast is mm-hmm. that we don't. I mean, you might you you play instruments, you'd probably know more about music language than I do. Mm-hmm. But this song does the thing, the famous thing that there is a word for, where the last chorus starts with instead of the original chorus riff, it replaces mm-hmm. it with the opening riff, and it makes mm-hmm. me say good shit when I hear it. Uh, that's just, that's just called doing a little trick. Yeah, it's not like a key change or anything like, like that. It's, it's just no, Haley's trick. It, it's, it's called making the song not boring. Yeah, that's a good, <laughs> Haley's trick is my least favorite Eminem song. Yeah, not great. <laughs> it's not, it's not very good. Also, um, this album has, uh, one thing, uh, not, not a lot, but it has the, uh, the gang vocals that we haven't heard for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, I'm happy yeah. to get back into that, uh, that headspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's quite a bit of, uh, hey, like, could you imagine being in this, like, you're the bass player in this band, and Haley Williams comes up to you and says, hey, do you want to, do you want to sing with me on this one, and it's recorded forever, and people can compare our voices? Uh, I don't know. I would, uh, uh, let me get four or five of my friends to do it with me, so that then my voice is kind of hidden. Yeah, uh, not because, like, I'm worried about anything, I just need, like, the power of my friends to help me through this. Yeah. So... We we could have we could layer uh three Haley's William on top of each other, or we can just have like six guys. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you what do you think? <laughs> you do? Have you listened to the uh, pump, Punch Up the Jam about Misery Business? It's so good. It's a really and it, they do layer a bunch of Haley's on top of each other, and I didn't realize. I that. didn't notice that fucking weird like clacker sound in it. Yeah, until that episode. Now I hear it every single time. Yeah. But the also, song is canceled. So right. Oh, but it is one of one of Miel's best punch ups, so I highly recommend that episode. I don't know that and the ludicrous what's your fantasy or all time. Yeah, both very good. Um, I don't. Uh, a weird thing is like if 
this is just me and my stupid brain. If a band like breaks one, if you're canceled, rest, rest in peace. <laughs> but if a band breaks up, I'm like, well, guess I can't listen to them anymore. So I don't know why, because I'm like, well, there is nothing more to be gained in this venture. <laughs> like, so you—that's no why you—that's why, you, why you won't listen to the Beatles with me. Exactly, because they're not—they broke up. Because Mark David Chapman canceled John Lennon. He said canceled in both both forms. Um, <laughs> he said canceled in the Kim way. In the Kim then, way, and now that they don't do misery business anymore, I'm like, well, that's it. It's done. That's it. Listen to true. that song. Friendship ended with hard times. <laughs> no, friendship ended with misery business. Now hard times is my best friend. Here's the, I was going to ask you around the slap city part of the podcast. Where do you think hard times is good? Yes. I fucking love hard times. And it's I wasn't really sure. Good. It's a really like, I didn't, it's not my slap city pick because mm-hmm. I was afraid of being bullied for liking mm-hmm. it. It's a good song. It's, you can't expect them to be doing the same Jesus music they did fucking yeah, you, she, 13 she, years she, ago. She can't be writing songs about Jesus and a high school bully who wears makeup epic. You can't, yeah. you can't be writing that forever. Yeah, they're probably all like in their 30s now. So yeah. Like, they, some gotta, of them broke up and did decide, hey, we're going to do Jesus music forever. But like, you mm-hmm. can't, you can't do it forever. You can't be the Beatles and be like, I'm going to write a song about needing help from my girlfriend. You can't do that forever. <laughs> It'd be really funny if they did, though, but still had the same, like, <laughs> cultural impact. <laughs> yeah. Damn, this shit gets better every album. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Another, uh, l- last uh, thing to say about the actual song is anytime, uh, one, if everything in the song drops out and then comes back in, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, you know what it is. But <laughs> when the, when the instruments drop out, and she does it. You wouldn't. I'm like, hell yeah. That's yeah. good. Uh, that, that's, just, that's what my note building... that means you wouldn't means. Thank you. Y- yeah. Um, on one point, at one level, I'm like, yeah, that makes the song sound good. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, that's definitely like a crowd interaction. Like you're building that right in. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> where, where, um, the coolest thing a singer can do is stop singing and hold the microphone out and then everyone else says it. Yeah, the coolest thing a singer can do is that Justin Timberlake Super Bowl trick where you make the... Or wait, was that... That was Maroon 5. Maroon 5 did the... Who had the fucking Super Bowl trick, Mike? I don't know what you're talking about. You know the epic Super Bowl, Mike? <laughs> no! It was it was either Adam Maroon 5 or it was Justin Timberlake where the only interesting thing about the performance was like he pushed down the microphone and then it was like one of those toy clowns that you can punch when you're a little kid, the little inflatable clowns, and it popped right back up. Oh, okay. It did, was, it, it did epic going... Michael Jackson and it um, went, came first, back up. First question, is Taking Back Sunday canceled? I, I don't fucking know. Okay, well, if they are, an um another cool microphone trick is what that guy does when he spins it, like, a, around his neck or whatever. Yeah, it's, That's listen, cool. it's it's epic when somebody does a trick with the mic. Yeah, can't deny it. The last thing I have to say about this album uh, is, <laughs> is from the, about this album, because we're running long. Sorry. <laughs> um, High Key Slaps. That is a comment about this song that I agree with from CootDude64 on The Genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, so off to a great start. Yeah. So far. A lot of great stuff in the genius this week. Mm-hmm. This and every week. Um, next up we have That's What You Get. No parentheses when you let your heart win. Mm-hmm. I would, that would have been my, sorry to, sorry to backseat produce the song from 13 years ago, but. Yeah. I didn't like this song when I was a kid. Uh, the band has previously stated yeah, that yeah, the songs, 
Well, since you knew about it already, you want to take take this one? No, I want you to do it. (laughs) The band had previously stated that this song's working title was Da Shit. (laughs) But then they changed it to That's What You Get. It is the shit when you let your heart win. This is where they first started having second thoughts about the Jesus focus on this album. It's the fucking weirdest thing. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to stomp on anyone's religious views. But the thing where, like, I have it later in my notes, but like the, the line they cite as why they're not being Christ-like anymore is like, you're missing quite a bit of other stuff. (laughs) It's like, I can, it's the funny Brita community image where it's like, misogyny, that's tight, but I draw Mm -hmm. the line at saying that sometimes it's hard to be a Christian and it's hard to have faith all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, so continuing my, uh, extended metaphor, once again, we, we do visit other, uh, characters eventually, but also, um, this is about, uh, Edward Elric and Mr. Ho. Okay. And he, he said, um, you know, uh, he said, he says, take a seat. We're settling the final score. That's when he punches him in the head. Um, and then he says, cause I burned every bridge I ever built when you were here. He burned down the house. Mm. So. Can I hit go. you with some analysis of my own? Yeah. Here's, it's a tag team about the chorus. So the chorus is, that's what you get when you let your heart win. Whoa. 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 Yeah. Um, Pete the Yeet on uh-huh. Genius wants you to know that the lyrics might be hinting at a kind of heartbreak. Oh. All right. So this song, it's not its not about how it's good when you let your heart win all the time. It could It does have a negative connotation, perhaps, also. Oh, that's what you get. Yeah. Okay. When you, when you let your heart cool. win. Yeah, no shit, Peter. I also, <laughs> I do have a, a sort of Christian analysis on this. Okay. Are you familiar with the Christian song Angels We Have Heard on High in Excelsis Deo? Angels we have heard on... Kim knows it. Sweetly singing o'er the plains. She left immediately after making her Radio Shack goof, so... (laughs) That was a good joke. I don't know if that's going to be on the episode, but it was good. Yeah, Kim was funny. You you, should have been there. So, in the chorus, Haley is like, I drowned out all my sins with... And it's the exact same sort of rhythm as okay. angels we have heard on high in excelsis. It's the exact same thing. So I was like, that's kind of, you're stealing from God on that one. God and Chris Tomlin on that one. And uh-huh. I looked up, this song was recorded in January 2007, which means they had all, they had all together just gone to a Christmas service at their local church. And said, damn, this slaps. And they they kept the rhythm in their brain, and they went out and wrote a number one jam on it. And that's why I'm leaving the band, because they're stealing from God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, allegedly. Yeah. I was just... This song was really activating my I'm in church node, and I couldn't figure okay. out why for like a week, and then I was like, hey, it's, it, it's, it's Angels We Have Heard on High. You're just missing being in that big hot building. Yeah, I just wish I could... Thank God Disney's opening, because that means Rock the Universe this year will probably happen. Cool. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> Great. Uh, Let's see. Next up, what do we got? We have Hallelujah. Uh, this With a heavy heart, I, I take no pleasure in reporting this is the only song on the album that isn't about God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think this one's about, like, a relationship. <laughs> Weird. But not in the Jesus way. 
Um, you, you know, bands famously, famously do that. They talk about a relationship and you, you think maybe this is a, a double paramorcher because you think it's about they were trying to pull a fast one on me with this one. Right. By making it obvious that it's just a regular relationship, but it's your relationship with the, the big man. That's upstairs. true. Um, I, I forgot about this one when I was making my, uh, my theory. So I'm going to need another minute to this work is- on it here. So while you're working on it, I just want you to envision it's like it's 2005. You're Mm -hmm. a you're a teen. You're and then you walk past your local youth group and you hear this song being played. You Mm -hmm. might go check it out. It's a pretty it's a pretty sick song. Uh, It might be 2005. Uh, The song was was released in 2007, but (laughs) no, but they wrote it before then. Maybe. Oh, okay, maybe. It's a, I'm not, I'm trying to not date myself. Okay. <laughs> so you're listening to this in, uh, 2007. You hear you this say, song on your telegramophone. And you say, wow, I have a huge crush on the singer and your girlfriend doesn't make fun of you for it. <laughs> yeah. Know, as a person who was, who that. was alive in 2007, I did have a crush on the singer. And you, and you make that joke when she leaves the room to get treats. So. Yeah. Anyway. All I'm saying, dude, she's got a, she's like, her voice is good. This is cool. Like she's cool. Kim is wrong for this one. Sorry to cancel Kim, but I'm right. Like she's cool. She's got a big voice. We uh-huh. call her. We call her Miss Octave because she can get up there. Oh yeah. Also, like this album. This song is where I noticed it explicitly. But this album has some of the most like endorphin chord progressions in the world. Yeah, they they did the math and figured out this is the ones that make you just want to yeah. go fucking wild. You know, like when you're watching a David Dobrik video. Sure. You know, like when you're watching a David Dobrik video and they're all like cut very tight and it has that intro thing where it's just like do, 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 do. And it's just this, this upward little riff that like mm-hmm. makes your brain happy. So it makes you want to watch more videos. Mm-hmm. This album has all the David Dobrik sounds in it is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I'm trying not this, to date myself. I know who David Dobrik is. This, uh, okay. Come back to my theory. This one is about, um, this is, uh, the, the truth. In, in the, the white right. world. And, and he said, he's like, uh, this is him, ta- uh, truth talking to, to Al's body. Okay. Uh, Cause we've got nothing but time on our hands because it's funny because they're, and then his friend, his Al's friend time there. comes in. Al says, what's up on time? For as far as he knows, time says, what's up on time? And time on our hands, it's funny because, um, Edward Elric doesn't have one hand. So that is funny. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, next up we have Misery Business. Misery uh, Business is a song by American rock band Paramore and serves as the lead single from their stu- second studio album, Riot. The song mm-hmm. impacted radio on May 22nd, 2007. Fuck, dude, it sure did. <laughs> you, <laughs> understatement is defined in the Oxford <laughs> English Dictionary as... This was, uh, this was the 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 quintessential 2007 moment in the way the election of Barack Obama was for 2008 exactly in terms this, of- is the, <laughs> this is the musical version of Barack Obama's inauguration like mm. <laughs> in that when you look back on it it's maybe there's a lot of stuff that makes you not feel so good but but at the time you're like this fucking witch <laughs> i'm 15 and this is epic this is the greatest day of my life yeah um so hey listen you make mistakes when you, in terms of mistakes that <laughs> bands can make, I'd say this is pretty low level 
all things yeah. considered. So and I, honestly, I will. So like, as of like, not that, not not to defend it, but. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we're I don't think we're blowing any minds by saying that this song is maybe uh maybe a little misogynistic. Mm-hmm. But like so a couple years ago as you know there was like the thing where it's like we we're not going to play the song anymore cuz I'm an adult and I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to like play the song that's based on my diary page that I wrote when I was 17 and I was mad mm-hmm. at my mm-hmm. the guy I liked for having a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I it's it's kind of a brave move honestly. Like and, it's and- yeah, because it's Could, not just like, oh, this is like a song. It's like their most famous they could, hit. Like, they like, have a lot of hits, but they could have just done the, hey, hey, what's up, everybody? We're going to tour and just play Misery Business 12 times, and fucking everybody would go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, that, I have so much respect for saying we're not playing our most famous song ever again. Yeah. Um, Thomas, the Streetlight Manifesto singer, when he was like 14 or something, he put out an album with his friends. That, like, isn't good, but has, like, a couple catchy songs on it. Right. And for a while, a funny thing to do would be that the fans thought it would be, like, to yell at him to play those songs. Oh, that's epic. And he's like, no, I don't want to. I was 14. Yeah. And like, oh, ho, ho, it's a funny joke. Like, no, I don't want to even think about what I was doing when I was 14. And I wasn't, like, a public, I'm not a public figure. Like. Yeah. That, like, AJJ has that same shit, too, where their first album mm-hmm. was, like, I'm going to write an epic folk song about killing a woman. And yeah. like, there are still dipshits who go to the shows and say, Hey, play that, play that awful song from 2003. And they say, no. And then they play <laughs> the white privilege song that they wrote that everybody thinks is ironic. That, that, oh yeah, it's, it's a joke. Yeah, it's, it's all, oh, he's being epic. Mm. Uh, this, let's see. Who has this relate to full metal alchemist? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, this is, okay, uh, well, the, the, she's bu- gotta buy, like, an hourglass, that's gotta be, like, the easiest option is lust. Like, that's the simplest choice. So right. this is, okay, this is, um, it's, lu- it's from, actually, it's from Lust's point of view, but she's talking about tricking, um, Havoc. Okay. To, to, st- to steal it all away from you now, because I got him where I want him now. Like, he's not going to be able to see her hungalows anymore. Right. And, um, the, the her he's talking about, he's, so, so this is, okay. I, I got it. I got it figured out. This is about the two different, Lust and, like, the character she played as, as Havoc's girlfriend. So she's like, the girlfriend is going to, is going to trick you and then I'm going to kill you. <laughs> this is, can I tell, I'm, I'm reaching such deep levels of Eddie empathy where I'm mm-hmm. like, this is probably how you felt when I've been doing wargs of the week all this time. Um, so after, like, I literally had, can I, I'm, I'm genuinely serious about this. Remember I say I don't listen to, to songs when they're canceled. So I, I created my whole Full Metal Alchemist theory without even considering this song, but the rest of the album I have stuff for. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you didn't, you didn't revisit the music video for the song? No, no, I didn't. It's, Not this time. It's so quintessentially being a teen in 2007. I know. That's why I, I, I said I'm not, I'm no longer that person. I'm an adult now. But so. it's, it's, oh, because it's, it's about like this girl who's a high school bully and she goes around and like 
there's a girl with a long braid in her hair and she goes and cuts it off with big comedy scissors. You know, like what happens in high school. And then the big epic conclusion is Haley and all of her bandmate friends like confront the girl in the hallway and get, take out a big handkerchief and like wipe the makeup off the girl's face. And then she's oh. like, oh no, people know that I'm wearing makeup. And she runs off in tears and then all the paramour people make the epic face. Fucking sick, dude. It's... It, and then, the, like, it's like they're putting an end to her egotistical reign at the high school. I haven't, to the I haven't watched that video in years, so I was thinking, like, oh, she gets, they do, like, a like a carry thing where she gets, like, goop pour, poured on her and embarrassed. Yeah, they all but they just wipe the They just wipe the makeup off her face. Yeah, and then, and, and, like, right before that, Haley, like, pulls out, like, a bra filler. Like, again, not, again, this is just based off of, off of my memories. No, no judgment, no, nothing, you know, no ill will here. But I feel like in, she was wearing a lot of makeup in that video too. Yeah, dude. <laughs> there's like, there's so many, there's so many comments in the genius and on the YouTube page that are trying to just like defend the song to, because they like this. And I get it, the song rips. Mm-hmm. So like, I get wanting to be like, uh, she's actually doing irony. And the song is actually, she's doing a commentary on internalized misogyny. And that's why I can listen to it. <laughs> no, it's like doing it. it. You could like you can listen to listen, the song if you really want mistakes. to. Just recognize that there's some stuff in it. Oh, um, the, actually, though, they did. I did find out from the Genius page that there is some. For, there was some foresight into how they produced this song. They they missed some of the stuff in the second verse. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have, let me just read directly in the album version of this song. Let me know when you hear the problematic thing. In the album version of this song, one can hear a mariachi-inspired rendition of the tune's melody. During the process of yeah. writing and producing the song, its actual name was Mexico and not Misery Business. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's also on the uh, Spotify version. Um, and I feel like anytime this come this song c- comes up, if it's on, like, a random, like, here's songs that Eddie's, like, playlist and I'm driving in the car with Kim, she always goes, like, what the fuck is this? And then, and then our friend Haley says, "Hit that snare," and she goes, oh, "Okay, I know." Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next up, we have "When It Rains." Uh, one just in general to relate to my theory, this song sounds like an anime ending song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a hey, wait, actually, let me. Do I have that? Yeah, my one of my notes for the song is Roy Mustang AMV. So okay, so so there's two ways you could. See, you're thinking the way I am. Mm -hmm. I'm taking it somewhere else based on the text here. Uh, Roy Mustang, not crying. When it rains, he's not actually crying. That's when he's weak. Two, there's another part, uh, part in the song where she says, you made yourself a bed at the bottom of the blackest hole. Who lives, um, in a hole that goes through the earth? A A certain little boy. A certain little boy. That's right. Um... So this is uh Salim and he's being mad that uh Sloth is taking too long to do the hole. <laughs> I'm I'm simply loving the person that like has listened to a couple fun point episodes, but they're like, I'm only gonna dig in when it's something that uh something that I I'm really familiar with. I haven't listened to any of the other podcasts that they See, do. See, this is this is what we're doing. You know this album. If you you listen to Paramore Ride, you know you don't wanna just hear us as much as it's true, you don't wanna hear us say it's good for You don't wanna hour hear us say Crush minutes. Crush Crush is a good song. That's well that's nothing. You want some innovative and off the wall takes. You 
want a twisted spin on music commentary. So we, I took that, spun it around, said, what if it was an anime from yeah. also the same year that this came <laughs> out or whatever? You say, I hope this Fun Point episode goes two hours, and you might be in luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, this song tricked me because my first thought about it was like, damn, this is simply chill vibes. This is like music to grill to. Mm-hmm. And then I clicked the genius and I was like, oh, it's actually about a very sad experience. Uh-oh. But, sorry for, sorry for making this about Salim. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, you're doing analysis. Mm-hmm. You're doing, you're doing textual analysis. Comment from Dan Macasio on genius. This is very depressing. Dot, dot, dot. So. Um, gl- glad I, glad I could make things a little bit brighter. <laughs> um, can I brighten your day with a, with a comment from uh, on misery business that I forgot to cover. Oh, sure. Um, so this is, this says, of course, in 2008, people in 2018, people are offended by the lyrics and they can't play the song anymore. I swear. Fucking feminists. And that was from genius user, OJ Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) Downvoted, downvoted nine times. So now that we're back in the zone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, we're back. Yeah, we're back. We found it. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, so not to joke about the sad song. Um, you have you have anything else for this one, or are we moving on to to let no, the flames? Yeah, begin? let's move on to the, let the flames begin. Let the flames begin. Uh, let's see. And now I have to uh, quickly scroll through the. Okay, I already saw uh, a. The, <laughs> I didn't read the full comment yet, but I expanded the annotations on the side and the first thing i saw was christian concept yeah so, dude <laughs> yeah okay. dude this is this is where this is where they start trying to trick you to go to church with them mm-hmm. i do she does say glory on this one that's usually related to church in in my in my mind but what do yeah, i know this one this one this one this one pisses me off in the church way okay let me let me hear it so the, the chorus is this is how we'll dance when they try to take us down this is what will be oh glory and so all the comments are like, uh, genius user Hope Summers says, it relates to the biblical idea of dancing in the rain and dancing in the storm. And that's like one of the, the Bible things that like isn't in there. <laughs> okay. okay. Like, like people, people say it's in the Bible, but it's not. Like cause they see it on a throw pillow that it's like God says to dance in the rain. Mm-hmm. Like that's not in there. <laughs> it's not. It's like, do you? Who's your? Who's your favorite author? Fucking Lord Byron. Who do you like? Sh- sure. Let's just say Lord Byron for this. Doesn't it piss you off when you your go? You open up your Facebook as I know that you often do. You love to be on that website, mm-hmm. and then you see there's something that says, uh, "Lord Lord Byron." I had to grind for this view. Yeah, and it's like Jim quotes. <laughs> yeah. That happens about like Kurt Vonnegut all the time, and also the Bibles. But, but it's not—it's not even like a fucking Desher Zone ironic one. It's like him looking out over a you know. A He's looking over hill. Walden Pond. Yeah, yeah, where Lord Byron lives. <laughs> where Lord Byron. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Lord Byron wrote the Scarlet Letter, and and he said, "Damn, rise and grind." God, fuck that book. And fuck um, Lord I, Byron for writing it. Fuck yeah, asshole. Um, I do like uh, again. Let's see who con- who the contributor for this one. Stephen B. Chorus. You mentioned this is first. This is how we'll dance when they try to take us down. There, 
there is the imagery implied here of dancing. That's true. He's, yeah, Stephen B., you're just trying to reach the fucking word limit. Like, yeah, trying to prestige genius. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, this is uh, about Roy Mustang, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very because everybody sends him, like, flame letters. Yeah, he said, I him. give it all my oxygen to let the flames begin. Dude, and, I know this. And what uh-huh. was the song that came on before this one? Mi- Previous. Uh, not Misery Business, When It Rains. <laughs> when It Rains. And he can't do his fire when it rains. But then the next song it... starts and he can. Exactly. Then he can let the flames begin. So When, I think I talked about this either the last fun point or the one before that, mm. but I become the clapping seal whenever anybody uses the metaphor of like oxygen is needed for life, but also the destructive force of fire. Every time I hear that, I'm like, damn. <sighs> Holy fuck. You're right. You can't have a shadow without light. Oh Damn, my god. Things have multiple meanings. Holy fuck. Holy shit, dude. I'm leaving the band. <laughs> I've had enough of this shit. It's too hard. Um, let's check in with the Patreon real quick. And then we'll Pat- get to the song called Miracle and talk about it. Uh, patreon.com slash postgamerthrones, where if you like, you can donate to us. At $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content, including words and deeds that I do with Brooks. That's about Metal Gear Solid. Uh, and Carry Me Home that I do with producer Kim. I'm gonna do Funny Season 2. Funny Season 2? At two, a, a point in the near future, meaning this month. Yeah. Um, at $5 a month, you get all that. Plus, you can request albums for us to talk about on Fun Point. Next one will be announced at the end of the episode, Khaleesi. Terrific. Or you can just look at the fucking yeah. description. Whatever. Um, $10, you get all that. Plus, especially you just add us in the Discord. And it'll make a monster for you in Fire Pro Wrestling. So, uh, patreon.com slash postgamethrends. Uh, I just want to mention, let, the other day, I was like, I forgot that I had, uh, an external hard drive that I back up all of our shit onto. Sure. And it was just, like, going through, and, you know, the Windows, like, file transfer bar or whatever, where you can see the, like, names of the files going by really fast. Yeah. Um, and just all of the stupid, like, I was like, okay, let me back up the photos folder, and it's all the fucking stupid shit that I saved for all of our posts. That's just like, that's just like, uh, that feel Mustang dot PNG, <laughs> and like, like drill my chemical romance dot PNG. Yeah, it's to be submitted to the Library of Congress. When yeah, as, as a historically significant work. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm saving it. Anyway, Miracle. What's the next one? Um, you think this. Think this means anything? This song sounds like church. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song, this is, uh, it, it's, it's an irony. It's, um, Edward and Alphonse Elric because they, they did God Crimes. Um, and they're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed, Ed, he's saying, I'll get it right this time. And he said, it's not faith if you're using your eyes because he saw truth, but God still doesn't exist. Damn. So. Anyway, he says it's not faith if you use your eyes, because mm-hmm. eyes are where the homunculus lives. If you're King Bradley, and that and also what does King Bradley use to look at his beautiful son? That's right, his eyes. Damn, because so. yeah, he's not. I, I won't take it for faith that I love my beautiful son. Exactly, he <laughs> needs to see it. So that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I haven't been proven wrong yet. So. 
in the chorus, uh, it's, you know, there's an annotation that's talking about because I've been waiting for a miracle. And the annotation explains, you know, Haley's always been open about being a devout Christian, etc. You click it and there's a picture of, like, a big cross tattoo on her, like, thigh. Mm-hmm. And, like, a quote from her that says, my faith is the only thing that never fails me. Just, like, very explicit, this person is a Christian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's a comment that's like, uh, this needs links and perhaps more facts if you find any. Let me, it's like, let me know, Leah, um, I don't know, gonna need some more, uh, has anyone peer-reviewed this statement that she said in front of a camera yet? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking through the Journal of Modern Science, and I'm not finding anything about Haley Williams' religion, so we're, I think... We're gonna need, we're gonna need to run the scientific method on this statement from Haley Williams where she said, I love the Christian God. Yeah, um, she... So... It's just, we all like Christian rock, and you gotta just admit it, it's 2020, we all think it sounds good. Can I tell you something? I, we're, I'm going back on the, or to earlier on the album, imagine having the, like, confidence to, in, even in 2007, name a song Hallelujah. Yeah. That, you gotta (laughs) really be feeling yourself to do that, and I respect it. Uh, Yeah, this is my song, Ode to Joy. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, she also she like sh- she has actually read the Bible, and the fucking genius glosses right the fuck over this one. Mm-hmm. But when she says like it's not faith if you use your eyes, like walking by faith and not by sight, that's not just a throw pillow. That's actually in the goddamn book. So oh, like, I she's wonder if read... any of these annotators have opened the good book recently. That, yeah, that's my main issue with with genius dot com is that there's not enough Christian contributors. <laughs> genius genius user King James Bible says this shit ain't real. <laughs> you want to talk about Crush? 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 Sure. Crush? 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 One, two, three, four. I do like it when they count. It, it's good. Nothing compares to a quiet evening alone. Just the, the one, two. Do you get it? They did count it, and then she said it again. Now that's the thing. I um I had to sort of check myself. Because mm-hmm. the genius page is like, uh, fucking, what does it say? Let me see where my major stretch alert is in, is in mm-hmm. here. Fuck. So it's like, counting on could mean that, like, she counts one, two, three, four for the bridge, then she wishes it could only be one, two. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that doesn't, that's not anything. She's just counting. But then I thought about it, and it's like, no, she is using numbers. So I got, I learned something from genius today. Anytime someone counts in a song, no matter what number they get to, all I think about is that song from fucking Sesame Street, where it's like, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Maybe oh, yeah, this is before w- your time, but... No, that rips. Uh-huh, it's a good song. And then there's, like, a fucking pinball machine, and it's like... It's sick. <laughs> that it's is really pretty cool. sick. Anyway, this is about um, Maze Hughes and his wife. It is about Maze Hughes, but also, according to Genius User GothGirl401, mm-hmm. all caps, this is about the media... <laughs> plus six upvotes a second comment separately or betrayal plus seven upvotes goth girl 461 phd says and then it's the fucking it's media image but it's uh maze hughes it's the phone booth that's in the like, <laughs> magnified yeah it's maze hughes memorial phone booth yeah um can i i i have a bone to pick with this song it's you don't like that the title's not capitalized. It pisses you off. No, I like that. Um, I cannot stand when an artist 
talks about a rock and roll. I knew it. As soon as I saw that the bridge said rock and roll, baby, I was like, oh, that's going to piss Eddie off. Just fuck off with that. If you're saying the hip hop, the hippie to the hippie, that shit (laughs) was done. Yeah, I like to praise God in a major way. Yeah, exactly. Like, any song that's about, it's not about, it's just using the phrase, so it just slightly, you know, just slightly, it made like the vein pop out of my forehead. If, if you make a song about rock and roll, it's never good. It's always yeah. dog shit. If you're writing a rock song that Kangaroo Jack could sing, it's probably yeah. not good. Uh-uh. <laughs> so when you yeah. when you hear I Love Rock and Roll Jukebox Baby, you say absolutely not. Okay, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Comment here from Genius User Kate three years ago. I think this is about her crushing on Chad Gilbert, who was married to someone else at the time. Eventually left his wife, parentheses, he's a piece of shit, for Haley. <laughs> oh, and now they're splitting, so I guess karma came back around? What does this comment mean? <laughs> I think it's the anti-Haley contingent of paramorphism. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Fifteen upvotes! Listen, she's she's very unpopular. <laughs> yeah, just terrible, polling terrible. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely the Paramore fan who's like I listen to this for the bass guy. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Josh Farrow. Uh so you can't get her out of here quick enough. Yeah. Yeah, god. Um want to go on to Okay. Next up is We Are Broken. <laughs> yeah, dude, let's go to it. Riot's ninth track is a prayer to God where Haley asks to be made whole again. I forgot how Christian this album was. <laughs> With arms wide open. Is it? That's the same song. Haley puts some piano in this one. Yeah. She says, do you like the last it. eight tracks of hard alternative rock and roll where I say rock and roll? Rock and roll, baby, don't you know? Hey. What if I played Hot Cross Buns on the piano and sang a song where I'm praying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, this is about... um. Ed and Al, but they're 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 talking about science. That's true. Mm. There's fucking or so- it could it could be about um Armstrong because it says tower over me and he's a large man. That's true. Uh huh. It's about Briggs. <laughs> it's yeah. It's about the wall of Briggs. Uh huh. Um, it's talking about the pre-chorus that your arms like towers tower over me. My um my that's a reference to the Lord of the Rings. So. Oh, because she says two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, two of them. <laughs> yeah. She says, my sadness is Helm's Deep. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. She said, she said Christianity's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> but what about Second Coming? <laughs> uh, my That was a much better riff than what I was going to say. But what I was going to say is just, the tower thing is clumsy. I could never write a song in my life, but I think that's kind of clumsy writing. And I don't think you should say Tower's Tower. I don't think that's very... Yeah. Not not great, but, but Yeah, so that that's my that's, you know, when you do uh Paramore riot that, to that's it's kind of like when Kanye says, like, do you get my punchline? Yeah. Like yeah, it's a double on on Tom yeah. we know. So Eddie Eddie when Kanye says poopty scoop, I sleep. <laughs> when Haley Williams says rock and roll. <laughs> real shit. Real, real shit. <laughs> this is so there's there's similar people in these comments who are saying that like we are like we are broken is obviously like it, I I think perhaps song meanings can be multiple and whatever but like this this is pretty clearly like being broken is a is a 
classic sort of Christian song trope of being like, I need God to fix me and shit. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she could fucking, she could write a song that's, and people are saying like the song is about the band because the band was going through tense problems. The if secular that's the band case, of they must have been going through problem for like eight years. Yeah. <laughs> like I guess it's, Which could if, be true, I don't know. If Stevie Nicks wrote We Are Broken, then I could maybe I would be like, sure, maybe it's about multiple things. But like Haley Williams could write a song that's called Only Through Christ We Are Saved. And mm-hmm. these people would be like, Well, their manager's name is Chris Thompson, Chris <laughs> Christ. So I'm that's thinking- what she's referencing. <laughs> I'm thinking of the alternate reality where the the lot that logic is applied to um, Fleetwood Mac, but in terms of trying to make them a Christian band. <laughs> so it's like, oh, when they wrote the chain, they meant that like their belief in Jesus will never be broken. God, we must have talked about the fucking Night King Viserion chain during that. Yeah, we... probably. I bet that was funny. Hmm. Go back to episode eight if you want to enjoy that riff. I'm not doing <laughs> it again. Uh, anything else for this one? No, let's talk about the cowboy song. Yeah, every album needs a cowboy song. This one is called Fences. Uh, it kind of whips ass. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> as soon as you hear that walking bass line, you're like, ooh, okay. Ooh, damn, a little, I, oh, I am oh, sitting oh. in a room. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Regardless where I am right now, yeah. it is a room, thanks to the song. This party rocks. Uh-huh. Um, Haley told Elle magazine, I wrote the lyrics to our song Fences from Riot across my SAT test paper. Me too. Same. I was literally like doodling SpongeBob and the cube that you draw to make it look three dimensional on the yes. cool S. <laughs> uh. This is this is the every album needs a cowboy song and every album that like we cover that's a popular album needs the I'm famous and it's hard song, which this yeah. also is. This is the this I know places like, Taylor Swift. This is like before they were super famous too. Yeah, which I do love like in Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, I think. Uh mm. the the My Chemical Romance man. He's mm-hmm. like, it's, I, I wouldn't front the scene if you paid me. I've, I'll never be famous. <laughs> yes. I will never, never will I, will I ever be known by anyone. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha, Gerard. Yeah. Owned. I'm always afraid to say if it's Gerard or not, cause I still confuse who's in that band and who's in fucking Fallout Boy and, and mm-hmm. High Hopes band. And did you, this hit me the other day. Mm hmm. Fucking Panic at the Disco plays High Hopes. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, I know that, and I've known that, but it's, like, the fun song that we all liked when we were listening to Paramore. Mm -hmm. When you chime in with the Haven't You People Ever Heard Of, that's the same band that did the Peter's dance. It did Peter's dance, is the problem. It's, I, that just, it's like when, when, like, 2018, when it would just be like, fuck, Donald Trump's president? What the fuck? And whenever it just, like, hit you. Yeah. That hit that me in ex- the exact same way. <laughs> the same, yes. Uh, hey, also another, did Panic at the Disco Man ever stop playing that song? Because he also, it's, it's a little, yeah. little The Groom's Bride part. is not nice. Exactly. So. That's how I would change it. I'll, I'll reach out to him and see if he can stop playing both that and High Hopes. Mayor Peter, please denounce Panic at the Disco until they edit that song. Yeah. <laughs> Mayor uh, Peter, we need you now more than ever. Please, Mayor Pete, you have to. Uh, this song, this song is about, um, King Bradley. Cause, because cause it's he, like, uh, cause you're, he, you're cause always he's like a for everyone to, to watch fences. and learn for. He's the, he's the, the leader of, mm. of the nation. And he can't turn back because this is the, the road you'll ever have because he's 
humongous now. Okay. So. Here's my, here's, so I was learning about this song and at the end of the second verse, it's like, now you can't turn back because this road is all you'll ever have. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's sad because it's mourning that celebs can't go back to being normal people. And there Mm -hmm. are reasons such as paparazzi and also, also lack of skills according to this genius user. Yeah, your skills just aren't that. This song, this user thinks that this song is Haley mourning that she can't weld or change tire because she was yeah. too busy going on a world tour. She didn't go to trade school, so it's yeah. Just now, not now she's she's neat because nobody yeah. will, nobody will, nobody wants Paramore. Exactly. If only she had some type of talent that could be if that only, was both it's, appreciated and marketable. Isn't it sad that when she was taking the SAT, she learned algebra but not how to change tire? God damn. Damn, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Alexa, play high hopes. Alexa. <laughs> uh, finally, we have Born for This on... Immediately after the song about, oh, I'm a famous celebrity. It's, we were born to be celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's my choice. Apparently, this is where... even though the critics might not like what Paramore does, the members of Paramore only care about their fans. Damn. Uh, oh, this is, this is where, like, the fucking gang vocals, this is where I was like, damn, I, I would be so scared <laughs> to just, cause she <laughs> also, it. she, she shreds on this song. She does. She, she really goes for it. And hey, she does it. She does it. C- completes, completes her goal. There's also another, I need to fucking get on this goddamn website because mm-hmm. I would, I would probably get downvoted because people are afraid of the, the truth, but uh-huh. <laughs> like, so in the first verse, she says, like, with your faith, you'll trigger a landslide. Mm-hmm. And the fucking dipshit genius user base is like, a landslide has double meaning. It could okay, mean that the, both of them. It could mean that the positivity is contagious, but also that landslide, which is a destructive force of nature, can be extremely damaging to any... It means nothing. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. saying that a landslide can be good or bad. <laughs> and I'm, no, I'm no English major, but I typically understand landslide to be negative. <laughs> Let me consult uh, with Stevie Nicks on this and get back to you, but I think it's typically negative. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> landslide. Uh, parentheses. I love my dad. So <laughs> because I how how proud I was of him, like the landslide. Yeah, you know? I couldn't believe when South Park made the episode that had landslide in it, where one of the little boys gets depression. I don't know why they use such a happy song to indicate mm-hmm. that he has depression now. Yeah, exactly. There's a famous, there's a famous verse in the Bible that's about if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can, let me just, let me just read the verse on this damn podcast because it's one of the most drill sounding Bible verses. Okay. He replied, because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Um, whoever, uh, like, whoever wrote the Bible, that shit sucks to read. So, well, it's, 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 it's Haley's referencing this famous passage from the Bible where it's, if you have a very small amount of faith, you can do powerful earthbending okay. and, but the genius has missed it because they haven't, they're not Bible scholars like me. Yeah. Uh, can I just highlight, uh, y- you and I might dislike this, uh, this line for, for different reasons. Sure. Um, in the first verse, she is says, "Is this about Edward and Alphonse's mom? Is this where you're going?" Oh no, this song is about us because we make good content for our fans. Oh, I like um, that. Yeah, she continue. says it takes acquired minds to taste, to taste, to taste this wine. Um, okay, it's a, it's a it's a pop punk album, Haley. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah, it is like probably one of the albums with the highest approval rating of that entire decade. <laughs> at, at least in the genre, like. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is like, and again, I like, I know that going to rock the universe for a lot of people would be a bit, but mm-hmm. if I was like, hey, all of my friends come to rock the universe with me, Paramore is going to be playing Riot. Everybody would unironically be excited about going. Yeah, we, we want the airwaves back. We, we need the airwaves back. This was like, like the how peak long of did Tour run for? <laughs> like, <laughs> again, Haley very was problematic. The first, the, the first person to ever make that post that's like, 1970 to 1980, music is invented. <laughs> Ni- 2010, Justin Bieber is born. Goodbye, music. <laughs> Again, I mean, song, I guess this song is good. It's fun. No, I do. I do love the idea of ending an album with "Damn, can you imagine the pressure of writing a good final song?" I can't relate. Hey, d- pressure. That was the other song they did once. Yeah, that the genius is like she says. Do you feel the pressure now? That's a. In the last album, she says that she can't feel it. She can't, yes. So it's saying you are Haley now. Goddamn. Damn, <laughs> my hair's so cool. much growth listening to this. Um, that's the album. Yeah. We were born it's, for this. It's, uh, really good. So. Yeah, I like we, it. I, 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 I <laughs> it, you heard it here first. 13 years later, recommended by Fun Point. <laughs> completionist voiced finish it if you are how, how long does it take to beat uh paramore's riot about 13 years but yeah. it'll be worth it <laughs> uh again you gotta remind do we do questions first or slap city i um, we're doing slap city it's phase two okay so phase two let me tab on over to slap city uh scroll how many hours of music do you think are on slap city at this point i feel like a good six hours 109 songs seven hours and 10 minutes let's go um i went first last week so you're okay so mine is i'm gonna pick a paramore song because they have a lot of good songs yes and um i my first i was making the tricked face for the last two weeks because i was like i know that a lot of people like the fucking you are the only exception and like all those older pressure all that shit but mm-hmm. I was like, what if I picked something from their newest album where they completely changed their sound as a trick? And then mm-hmm. I listened to that album, and it's really fucking good. <laughs> I be- I've only heard Hard Times, but I bet it's good. Yeah, it's all, like, it's very, it's very, like, funky new wave in the same <laughs> way that that, like... So I'm going with one of their singles off of that album, Rose Colored Boy. Rose Colored Boy. You know, like... Yeah, that's a, it's a cover. So, okay. so thank you. Like, oh, another for- one, huh? All right. Yeah. Um, cause it, cause it whips and it has one of my favorite things, which is where a lot of people, uh, do a chant in between the verses. Love that. Okay. Great shit. Um, for my pick, I'm going with the, uh, tried and true method of picking a, uh, another so- song that came out the same year. You want, you're going to pick one of the songs that Haley wanted the airwaves back from. Yes, exactly. Um, so around this time, I was seeing a lot of uh, pop punk bands, and I feel like this was the beginning of right where, like, the uptick started in pop punk bands being like, we're also going to do hardcore shit, mm, you know? where it loses me. Where they do that. They have a vocalist and a screaming guy. Yeah. yeah. But what if instead we only had, we didn't have the screaming guy, but we did shitty breakdowns? Ooh. Um. So I'm picking a song from the band four years strong oh wow pop goes punk pop goes punk i'm picking from 
the 2007 album Rise or Die Trying with the most 2007 Reddit ass album cover you've ever seen. It's a beatdown in the key of happy. And mm, it's guess epic. what? It's a catchy pop punk song with a breakdown. So damn. Uh-huh. I di- I was scrolling through and I did I admit I did get a uh, sensible chuckle out of their 2007 17 album. I guess it's like a compilation uh thing, but it's called Some of You Will Like This, Some of You Won't. <laughs> and I just <laughs> I enjoyed that. I thought that was a good decision by them. Yeah. It's pretty anyway. good. Uh let's get into questions. Uh, you can send us a question on Twitter at you love to hear it. Yeah, make uh, sure you make sure you follow that because Eddie said that I can post memes over there now. So I'll, I said I'll you could that. post one image because it I was think good. it would help our our algorithm. Can I tell you? So here, let me get into the first question here uh, from Twitter user not important. May God personally damn both of you for these puns. I didn't yeah. make that post, and I didn't say you could. <laughs> I didn't get Eddie's permission before making the questions post this week. I'm Brooks sorry. Brooks made the executive order to make that post that everyone liked. And then made the the, the one that I told him he could make. I, 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 <laughs> I picked up the phone and I nodded. And then I hung up. And then, damn, this is true. <laughs> came up. <laughs> it's a funny picture. It's a good one. Thanks, uh, ooh, okay. Friend of the show, Weedlord Vegeta asks, You have been hired by John Harmonix to make Fun Point Rock Band. What other first ten bands on the track list? So I pulled up I pulled up my Fun Point Fifty image. So I'm looking at all the pictures. Mm-hmm. The important thing for me in picking this is is this for maximum personal fun, or are we trying to cash out? the the fu- The fun thing about the the rock band soundtrack is you can you can get all of that. Like you can go by which of these would be most fun to play on a plastic instrument. Which right. ones do we like the most? Which one would be most popular? Like we we can charge people eighty dollars for the heart peripheral and put Joanna Newsom on there. Exactly. But then I'm we thinking, can also I'm thinking we need to make a full horn section of plastic insurance. Ooh yeah, just the least sanitary harmonics per member of all of all time. Fucking disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, we gotta well one we gotta have My Chemical Romance on there. That's, have that, that's a really that. great, that's talking, that's, that's both angles. That right appeals to, to all, to every demographic. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, can so we, we just gotta, have like a fucking like computer peripheral so we can play Cara Cara Bonito and shit? We, we could put that on DJ Hero. Um, Ooh, we're just, yeah. we're just using all, you have to have every rock band peripheral from each game plugged in if you want to play the Fun Point edition. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Do you want to put a, a Chili Peppers song on there? I would, I would want to just in order to get that demographic. Okay. Because I'm sure there's a lot of Chili's fans that are like, oh, rock band, fun point rock band's really gone downhill now that they're playing emo music. Um, we need to lure in the, like, real guitar heads. So I'm thinking we get, um, we get Yes close to the edge and we get Mars Volta. On there, oh, what Mars Volta would be the fucking Jordan Buckethead of. Let's just of this let's just one. say we're at four or five. We're at four now. Um, we got to get. We have to have one. We have to have Hey Ya on there. Yeah, <laughs> like we have to have one song that's popular but not fun to play. It would be. It would be very. Hey, everybody, we have specific tracks from Speaker Box and The Love Below. Anyways, <laughs> here's fucking spread. We get spread on there. We get gotta get Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner on there. 
Yeah. Because 2112 is obvious, and we can't get that Rush deal, so I feel like Iron yeah. Man would do it. I feel like a Billie Eilish one would also get the Zoomer demographic. Yeah, maybe we couldn't get Bad Guy, but we'd get, like, you should see me you in a crown. You can see me in a crown, yeah, yeah. that'd be good. Uh-huh. Um, we we need, like, a comedy, we need a Weird Owl on there. We'll, we'll get the accordion peripheral so you can do the polka. Yeah. The front bottoms is like the mic test you do, where you see you make sure just like how your the whether your bottoms, mic can reach when those. It, when it's you know where it says like the difficulty level of each instrument, the <laughs> the singing one is just a question mark. Like yeah, when you start like losing in the the singing style, you start to sound more and more like the front bottoms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We put a voice modulator in the microphone that makes you sound like him. The mm-hmm. worst. The worst. You're trying game. to sing Thunder Road, but you you yeah. can't stop becoming front bottoms. Uh, Roll down the window. <laughs> we and we we have to have a, like one Devo song on there, just full of fucking weird noises that we can't map yeah. to anything. But you have to play it on the guitar anyway. Taking out my fire bucket peripheral for Gogo Bordello. Don't mind if yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah. Damn. We have it's like the uh, fucking like NBA two K face scan, but you scan your own instrument in, <laughs> and you just kind of <laughs> play it however you yeah, want. We- Fucking scribble nuts. It'll be good. Yeah. Like, it's not accurate, but you, you get, like, an approximation of what it's like to play. Mm-hmm. That's I'm fucking... 10. I'm buying $300 of peripherals and then just playing I Ain't Got Time, Flower Boy. Yeah. Only <laughs> vocals. My... Driving my fucking McLaren into my PS4. <laughs> Happy birthday! Yeah. <laughs> Damn, we've done some good albums. <laughs> Next up, we have a question from friend of the show, Patrick, who says, Not a question, but realizing that this album came out when I was 10 years old has skeletonized me. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's a payback for all the Rhaegar shit we've been talking. Yeah, friend, yeah, friend of the show, Stephanie, Age of Oddish on Twitter, says, I'm up your alley on this one. Since Paramore is a Christian band, what song on Riot do you think is the most God-honoring? Here's here's my thing. I my critique, and I I'm sure someday I'm going to have you do a fucking uh, David Crowder style like straight up Christian album. Mm-hmm. That is, it doesn't have like a fun like it's crunkcore or ska like mm-hmm. just like one of the fucking those like a non ironic a jars of clay. Not even skillet. Skillet would be too good for you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> But like, you get I like, Creed or you get nothing. <laughs> you lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> but like, I, whenever I did listen to those, I really didn't like that a lot of the albums, like, you can't ever say that, like, it's, sometimes it's kind of weird and bad to be a Christian and sometimes it feels like God's not listening. Like, that's a very real experience mm-hmm. of, like, mm-hmm. being in the church. But all the songs are like, it's good all the time. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. But like, a couple bands have been like, like, uh, 10th Avenue North is a band that I, that we're gonna do on Fun Point in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. And they have a song that's like, damn, I really feel like nobody's hearing me right now. This kinda sucks. And it's like, when I was like, in ninth grade, I was like, fucking finally, somebody says it. Um, so I, I, it's gonna, the answer is gonna be one of the songs that's like, uh, what's, what's one of the, like, uh, it's probably like Miracle. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I'm waiting for a miracle. And then her bandmates are like, it should actually be, um, we get miracles all the time and it's good for us all the time. And I'm mm-hmm. leaving the band if we don't change it to that. I can't wait to dive into this. Just be, um, become immersed. Eddie become Christian. What if you uh, like it though? <laughs> what if I, you... 
Yeah, like that band who, that, like, black metal band who researched Christianity and just, like, <laughs> became what Christian. If, what if our next, our next pivot is that we both become Catholic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fun point, like, uh... The, the image, like the album cover is just us, but we have the fucking cookie and the drink or yeah. whatever. A year that, like, ago. They do in Catholic. A year ago, watching anime and doing steroids. A year <laughs> from now, going to mass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question from Antigone K, Black Lives Matter on Twitter. Belated St. Vincent question. We're diving oh, back sure. on this one. Which previous fun point artist do you think could make a good album with David Byrne? You can interpret good in the traditional sense or the John Mulaney, uh, this ought to be good sense. Can I tell you the first one that popped into my head? And I don't know which category this would fall into. Sure. Deltron 3030. That would be really good. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if you told me that David Byrne was already in that, I would be like, yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah, David Byrne was on the Devo album. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) I've, I've, I'm not very well versed in talking heads beyond like the, that he has talking heads, right? Yes. Beyond like the, the memes of like, I wear a big jacket. Like mm-hmm. the most, the most that I've ever really listened to them, I think, is the Sack Lunch Bunch. Mm-hmm. Which they are coming out with more of and I'm very yes. excited about. Can't wait. Um, oh, also Tyler the Creator. Ooh, that would be good. That would, that would be good. That would be, that would be good. Uh, Damn. You're Finally. beginning to, can I put the fucking, can I put the Algebra I song on Slap City? Is that on Spotify? Yeah, it is. That song rips, dude. It's good. Just the, I haven't watched Sack Lunch Punch in a while, but I went back just the other day and just listened to that one. Mm-hmm. It's fucking A+. Plus. Good shit up. Um, finally, from Anive Noel at Nickelwolf on Twitter. Uh, my suggestion for a new line Haley can sing so they can unretire Misery Business I'll, I'll, I'll try, this, this, this requires a bit of manipulation, but I'll try to get it to fit the meter. Sure. You're just Hodor, you hold the door. I'm sorry, that'll never change. Okay. Got anything better, or should I just sit, hit send on that DM? <laughs> you don't want this, just, just send it our so way. You don't want this, you don't want anyone taking your ideas on this one. So. What if it was second Aegon's, they don't ever matter, people never change? Okay. You're just Hodor, oh, you hold the door. I'm sorry, I that'll never change. I never meant to, brag, but I got two sons saying Aegon now. <laughs> it was All never right. my intention to brag or steal the heirdom from you now. That's exactly. It's titled to the first Aegon. All right, we, we need to get into a big brainstorming session. And yeah, we'll we'll un, we'll unpack this more. Uh, at you love to hear it on Twitter. Thank you. Uh, with with this one done. Our next album will be a patron pick. And I, I did, I did some more, uh, genius connecting. I, I connected one red dot directly, a straight, in a straight line to the other. Uh, because th- our next album is, uh, as requested by Neve Noel Williams. Uh, mm. we'll be talking about Guppy by Charlie Bliss. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, Wikipedia tells me they're like a power pop band. Mm-hmm. Which sounds interesting, and I would and like fr- it. It's our first Brooklyn album. That's exciting. Yeah, we never we never been there yet. Yeah. Um, I I, I wonder if this is going to be uh, an instance of me like knowing two or three songs on here, but not knowing them because I'm very old. 
Yeah, I'm, yeah, this might be an album where it's like fucking bad guy Billie Eilish is on it. And it's like, oh, I don't know if I've heard any of these. Like, uh, what was it? Recently, I, um, that the, um, Blinding Lights song by The Weeknd. Hmm. I saw like that and it had like, I, 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 it was on like a Spotify list or something. And I was like, this has a billion listens. What the fuck? Why have I never heard this song? And I heard it, but I thought it was just a song from the 80s. So. Yeah. It's that good, to, though. <laughs> that, to me, is, like, that's the song that, like, 30 years from now, I'm going to just be in a deli somewhere picking up my rump roast, mm-hmm. and that song's gonna come on, and it's gonna take me right back to quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like that's the last song that came out before all this started. Yeah, it probably was. It all was one had... of the official songs of WrestleMania, so that's how I know it. <laughs> that and Sonic the Hedgehog is all we had to remind us of the before oh times. Oh, my God. I bet I know the song Gatorade on here, because I'm from Florida. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Charlie Bliss, that's our next uh, fun point in two weeks. Listen, next week, uh, we got Five Grams of Iron. We're, we're reaching the home stretch of Full Metal yeah. Alchemist. So if you uh, didn't understand 40% of this episode, make sure to tune in to you, Five Grams of Iron. You have an entire podcast to learn about the, the things I was talking about on this one. So, uh, and if you didn't like that, uh, extended riff, let me know so I can continue it on future episodes of Fun Point. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll keep doing it. <laughs> but, but I'll just be like, yeah, this Charlie Bliss album's really reminding me of the 1986 New York Mets. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be like, if I were, an, if I were, um, not, if I were like gonna be a, a podcaster that's not going to provide interesting commentary, I would say the following for 45 minutes and then it, mm-hmm. I would be like, I'm in on the joke. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the song Scare You was about, uh, Keith Hernandez's dominant first base <laughs> defense. He won the gold glove several years in a row, so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, oh shit, I remembered, but I also forgot that we have to do our Patreon Damn. thing. Let me, uh, get on. Has, has the patron manager changed again? I, I don't know, cause I, I guess I fucking disabled cookies at some point over the next, the last two weeks, cause I also can't get into the Patreon at all. Um, all right, let's see how, how we're going to work this out today. I'm, ta- I'm clicking through password. it. I'm let's tabbing see. through it. Um, going in like fucking reverse order to get to the way that we like to read it. No, this is backwards. Fuck this. <laughs> there's, there's no, way there's no good way to look at this thing. Just delete the Patreon. All right. Uh, we're not, we're Patreon's canceled. <laughs> In the Kim sense of the word. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Alright. Well, okay, this is how it's given it to me, so here's how we're gonna, uh, go through it. In a, in a, in a, you gotta be on your toes for this one, cause it's not gonna be the way we know it. Yeah, it's the epic order. Okay. The machete order. Okay, here we go. It, it's, it's by tier and backwards alphabetically. Hmm, okay. So here we go. Thank you to our uh, best friend of the show tier and above donors, Ziva, Sophie, Silvery Air, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ducky Aisha, Barrier Trio, Bean, Yupka, Weed Lord Vegeta, Walt. Let me click to go to a different page now. And it'll probably be in a different order. Valerie W., Tufster McGee, Sylvie McAvoy, Stephanie Ruff, Sarah McClintock, Ryan Lester, Reliet, Rolly, R., Paul Blart Fleshcart, Onion Kalilov? Ka- Kalolifer. 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 Nick Jagged. Nicholas Tortaglioni. 
What? There he, there he is. Neve Noel Williams, Nero Wyvern, Milk Succubus, Maximilian Rower, Magenta Rice, Magdalene Jen, Lauren LeBlanc, Kristen Woodruff, Kay Darling, Janos Kapuvari, Hex of Lexi, Hecabee, Graham Rankin, Emily Vanderwolf, Eddard Stoink, Derek. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was laughing at Eddard Stoink. Again. I know. Great it's, big sword. It's t- I thought I'd have a hard time reading them, but it seems. I'm like- already. I'm so fucking like I'm. I'm You're funny Danny, right now. I'm Danny DeVito image where it's like the drugs are kicking in and it's like <laughs> you know he's he's exhaling and it's funny. Curse Goat, Caroline Savage, Burgermeister, Brian Randall, Breakfast. Uh, let's click this one to see. Black Hayate is a very good boy. Audrey Olson, Anna Exby, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C, Roy, Sarah and Blair, Ryan West, Patrick Gallagher, Matt Rivera. Matt Rivera. Josh Veal, Gigantic Larry, Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Evangeline, and Alex Schaub. Thank you. Thank you. See, the last part was okay. Yeah. The last one was how it should be. Yeah. Anyway. God, fuck I up would be like Patreon, make the thing better, and they'd just be like, we're charging more taxes now. <laughs> <laughs> We've officially endorsed Trump. Yeah, it's like, cool. I love seeing like, hey, you have uh, six new patrons, and our like total donation number is lower. I'm like, <laughs> oh, pretty, cool. Oh, that's pretty Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, that's a podcast. Um, yep, that's a podcast. Next. <laughs> I just saw our stupid fucking header when we were at the, the Funplex. It was fun. It was. Remember this, Kim? Yeah. Crank it machine. It was like three days after the president. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We had our conference. And good of the times minds. were had. Oh, that was when uh, you you did the bowling and you had sixty six and you said, "Watch this." You were like a little baby and you made it. You knocked down exactly three pins. And it perfect, was funny. three perfect pins. I that, that famous cold shots of history. Yeah. <laughs> when you got sixty nine. Yes. We all remember it. Anyway, uh, semper funny. Uh, let's. Uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, and we don't we don't have a, a silly thing. We we say thank you to everyone, right? Yeah, thanks to Haley, the rest, etc. <laughs> thank yeah, everyone else who's been in Paramore. Thanks to Kim. Yep. Um, for being here. For like, did you just give me a thumbs up with your foot? My autonomous. Autonomous. Yeah, thing. let's go. You see. <laughs> okay. What bit? What? Never mind. We can't do this. The show's over. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. I I fucking said bye and waved to my computer like everyone could see me. <laughs>